Hello, and welcome to 360 Talk Radio for Women and Real Heart Talk Podcasts. I am Pamela Duran with Lift Up Events, and we're here today to talk about obstacles you have overcame and how you took your power back. What was your journey like? What was your struggle and how you overcame to help others and give them the strength they need for overcoming as well? Welcome. Elevate your spirit. What does that mean to you? Thinking about your spirit. You have your heart, your soul, your body, but your spirit is deeper. To me, your spirit resonates with people. What you're feeling, your emotions. It's the first recognition when you meet someone and you don't realize it. We are all spiritual beings having a human experience. And if we think of life that way and think of other people's spirit, we would treat people differently, don't you think? We would look at them in a different light not having an outward encounter, but really deeply having an internal encounter with them in their spirit. And that is really based on your frequency and your vibration. It's very aligned with your spirit. So what energy are you putting out? What what does do you say to people when you're not even talking? You have to think about that. Because people pick up on it in the first 10 seconds. They know what you're feeling. They know what you're thinking. Even though they may not know your thoughts, they can feel what you're thinking. And your spirit is putting out that vibration. That energy is just coming out from you. And you don't even realize it. But we need to be more aware We have to take time. Our spirit is very fragile. It's not bulletproof for sure. And we have to take steps to protect it, to keep it safe. You know, what do you do to keep your spirit safe? A lot of people go to church, carry the Bible with them, They just stay out of places that aren't good in their train of thought. Or maybe in general, they're just not good. And when our spirit's fragile, we have to care for it. It's important to take that self-care. To take that time to enjoy life. To commune with the higher power. To pray. To meditate. Meditation is a time for you to get still and just relax and rest and not have all the worry and the world events all going on in your head. You have to take care of your spirit because it will take care of you, but you have to take care of it as well. And you know, thinking about your spirit not being bulletproof, you do have to feed it. 
So what type of growth activities do you participate in? Do you participate in personal growth? Do you have a mentor? Do you have a coach? Are you volunteering? Are you helping others? Um, What are you doing to actually feed your spirit, to help it grow and flourish? Not just grow, but flourish. To live in that abundant space. We want to be abundant and live in an abundant space. We all have encounters. Some are good. Some are great. Some, their memory just lasts forever. Some of our encounters spiritually make an imprint on our life. It actually changes our course of life. And we can all think of a time when that's happened. But the thing is, is when you encounter something of this nature, I've encountered it. I know several people speaking today have as well. You know, you have to decide what's next. You have to decide how you move forward, the steps you're going to take. It's not something that you just lay down. That's easy. It's easy to lay down. It's easy to just not do anything. But when you elevate your spirit, when you think of elevation, you want to get back up. You want to be lifted up. You want to make a difference and you want to impact the world. And I'm sure several people listening on this call or the replay have been through a lot the last two years. You've had situations. Maybe you've lost a job. Maybe you got a divorce. Maybe you were in a domestic situation. Those all impact your spirit so much. And what takes, what I do know, is what takes the little amount of time to pull you down, to break your spirit. It takes three to four times as longer to build it back up if you are not in a protective, caring, growing state. And I think when we realize, and people say this all the time, what happens to us happens for us, and that is a true statement. It is what we do with what has happened to us that makes the difference. Do you just mark it up on the calendar? Oh, well, that was another experience. Let's move on. Or do you take that and use it for the greater good? I mean, Facebook is a perfect example. Mark Zuckerberg, he got turned down by a girl too many times, if you haven't seen the movie. So he wanted to put something out there. I mean, of course, I guess this is the opposite of doing something good. I mean... Anyways, I'm going to go forward with this. But he was took massive action to make this happen. He took so much massive action that it became world-renowned. You know, and now, 2004 was when I first heard about Facebook and joined. But, you know, it's been 17 years. He's enjoyed the fruit of his labor. A lot of people have enjoyed the connecting And it has made a world impact. 
but is it for the greater good? You know, now those people, those things are aligning Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. They all went down the other day for six hours was, I didn't even know what, even if I hadn't known it. I mean, I don't think I would have been upset about it, but probably there were people upset about it. You know, how did your spirit react to that? Did you think, oh no, or I don't know, just think about how do you react when adverse situations happen? What are you, what is your spirit, what message is it sending out? We have to be careful, you know, not to send out the wrong message, not to give people the wrong message. Your tone and your voice is a indicator, your smile, or if you don't smile, you know, all of your body language. So you want to make sure that you're saying with your whole mind, body, spirit, soul, heart, you know, your true message. And that may be the starting point in order for you to elevate your spirit is to understand your message. What is your message? What is your purpose? How do you want to convey that? to the world and where do you have a target group of people that you want to help There's so many people in the world so many people and we all have our own audience we all have our own followers you know and we can work together to help each other we're not in this alone a lot of times it may feel that way your spirit may feel very lonely but you're not alone it's just a phone call away or go to the library or go somewhere, go to an event, maybe not to the library, but, you know, go to a networking event or a leadership conference, an abundance conference, dial up one of Bob Proctor's videos or Ed Milet's videos. There's plenty on YouTube you can listen to that'll bring your spirit up. But I think that's the most important thing when you're talking about elevating your spirit is you are lifting yourself up so that you have the opportunity to help others and lift them up as well so that they can experience that elevation of spirit at a higher frequency. You may not realize it, but you are vibrating on a frequency. And when you lift yourself up, lift your spirit up, you raise that frequency, and you're moving closer to your mission or purpose. And when you meet people, I've honestly just realized that this year, is <laughs> when people don't agree with you or you're not, you know, um, what is the word, collaborating or working together, it's because you're not on the same frequency. You're not vibrating the same, and that does cause conflict. And when you're in conflict, it does help you to rise up. It causes cre creative moments. So conflict is not bad, but you definitely want to protect your spirit. When you're in that situation, keep yourself safe. And when you raise your level of awareness, you are helping your spirit. You are helping to elevate your spirit. Because when your awareness is raised, and you are in touch with your emotions and emotionally, then you can make an impact. You can make a sound decision. I was actually on a clubhouse with uh, the seven, over 7,000 people talking about Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. And 
the top people up there, I know who they are. Some of them follow me. I follow them. You know, Grant Cardone is one. Um, there are a lot of real estate people, but um, also Diamond Diva, love her, Noelle. So there were a lot of other people up there you may or may not know. But there was a person on there that said that they worked at Facebook and they were going to tell us all what happened, you know, and everybody was just, I just sat back and was listening because I love listening to those seasoned leaders on the stage. They did not buy into that for one minute, but they were letting other people just ask the question, ask the question, you know, whatever question they had for this Facebook person. So, you know, it was just real, um, it was a good learning experience for me to just see how they operate. I mean, these are multi-million dollar people operating in this clubhouse and to see how that they handled that situation. It was just so enlightening. You know, they did not believe that person for a second, but all these other people wanted to ask questions. And so at the uh, moderator, let it go on, the main moderator, let it go on long enough. And he said, I want to ask you a question. Are you employed at Facebook right now? And he said, no. So it was all just, I, I can't even believe that that person did that for real. But, you know, when you're at a, when something like that happens and you're at a company like that, there's NDAs. I mean, you could be sued. I mean, there's a lot of things that can happen. So it's, it was just very enlightening to see that their spirit did not get stirred that they maintain their awareness, they maintain their mental capacity, which is another thing we need to do when we're talking about elevating our spirit. It doesn't mean you just free for all, everything goes, but they maintain that stance. And that's one thing we all need to do when we're thinking about elevating our spirit is maintain a positive life stance and start creating the life that we want, creating that space that we want. And enjoy it. I think that is one thing today everybody really needs to do is really enjoy their life. They're not enjoying it. They're just letting outside impact their inside. And it should be the other way around. Your inside, your spirit, heart, soul, and mind should be impacting others and bringing that calmness, that lifting up to them so that they can have hope and encouragement. Let's elevate each other's spirit today and lift each other up. I would challenge you to do that at least once every day. Lift someone up. Give them a word of encouragement and just see how their spirit reacts to yours. So now that we have an elevated spirit, let's find out, do you know who you are? And do you know where you're from? Some people weeks to figure it out it took some people months to figure out these questions it took some people years decades and some people never ever figured out the answers to this question in their lifetime but whether you who is listening to me right now can figure it out is up to you so the first question is, who am I? Who are you? Who are you? 
I know who I am. The master teacher, the greatest master teacher that ever lived, Jesus Christ, knew who he was. I know who I am. I know I am an abode of greatness. I know I am a vessel of hope. But my question to you who's listening to me right now is, who are you? And the second question you need to ask yourself is, where am I from? I'm not trying to find out what county you were born or what state or what city. I know where I am from. You need to figure that out. The third question is, why am I on earth? Why are you on earth? I previously explained to you that out of millions of sperms, only one sperm cell is typically chosen to fertilize an egg. So for you who's listening to me right now, you were that special, that one sperm cell that was chosen out of millions. So it means you are special. It means you were created on purpose, with a purpose, and for a purpose. And the next question is, what can I do? You need to always ask yourself, what can I do? What skills and talents do I have? What can I do to serve? What can I do to lead? What can I do to influence? What can I do to impact lives? And the last question is, where am I going? Where am I going? I love to use the GPS whenever I'm talking about this. When you're going to an address you do not know, when you put that address in the GPS, what happens? It buffers and it gives you an ETA. That is an estimated time of arrival. And if for any reason on your way to that place, you miss an exit. What happens? The GPS reroutes and realigns with the original destination because it already had an idea of where it is supposed to take you to. So that's the same thing. You should always have your internal GPS on. You should know where you want to go. So when you have an answer to all these questions, it makes your vision easier and clearer. It makes things easy for you to process. And when your vision is clear, it becomes easy for you to convert it to a goal. There is a favorite quote of mine from Greg Reed that says, a dream written down with timelines becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. A plan backed with action makes your dreams come true. So which means every major thing in life that we enjoy today was once an idea. It was once somebody's vision. It was once somebody's dream. 
So what's your vision for your life? What do you want to become? So these are very important, having a clear vision of your life. In fact, in your dreams, in your visions, you should always, you should, you should already know the algorithm. You should already know how you're going to celebrate when your victory comes true. You should see yourself in your vision, in your dream, already doing what you would love to do. And when that happens, the next thing for you to do is to convert that dream and that vision into a goal. That takes us to the next step, which is setting goals. Now, goals are very, very important. I love to give definitions. I love to re-explain the meaning of words that I tell people about. For those who already know what a goal is, I want you to take this as a refresher. But for those who do not know what it means, I want you to know that a goal is an aim or a desired result. Write that down. A goal is an aim or a desired result. Right now, my goal is to help people transition from being shy people to becoming public speakers. And my goal is to build a greatness center on or before the 31st of December, 2026. A greatness center that would accommodate three up to 3,000 people. A greatness center with a capacity of 3,000. If you ask me how I intend to get that, my, my response to you right now is, I do not even know. I do not know how I would make that happen, but I know I will make it happen. When it comes to limiting beliefs, we, we, we find out that we talk ourselves out of major dreams and goals and visions that we have. Why? Because when we think about these things, we do not see any possibilities of how to get started. But if you're listening to me right now, I want to assure you that you must not know how to get started. You do not have to know how to get started. What you need is the clear vision. And when you have that clear vision, the next thing you need to do is to convert that vision into a goal. Not until you understand how to convert your dreams and your visions into goals, they would remain fantasies. They would remain dreams. They would remain visions. And it's easy for you to talk yourself out of your dreams because you haven't converted them. Emily Dickinson said, the brain is wider than the sky. What does this mean? Research has proved it that the brain processes millions of information within a minute. What does this also mean? It means the brain has the ability to confuse you. 
It means because the brain processes millions of information, you could be overloaded with information and no clear direction. So you must learn to convert your dreams to goals by writing them down. So if you're listening to me right now and you have not started converting your dreams and visions to goals, the thing you need to do after this call is go get yourself a journal. Always have a journal beside you. Never rely on your brain. Write down all your thoughts. Write down all your visions, all your dreams. Write them down. Convert your dreams to goals. Now, writing down your dreams does not necessarily mean you have converted it to goals. But writing down those goals with timelines, not just timelines, realistic timelines. I have given myself a timeline of 31st of December 2026 on or before 31st December 2026 to build my greatness center where I would train people, where I would hold conferences to help people transition from where they are to where they want to be. I have a goal of influencing 1 million plus people, helping them transition from being shy people to public speakers. And my goal is to make sure I help a minimum of 2,100 persons monthly by sharing my stories to them, by teaching them the strategies that help me transition. You also have to write down your goals with timelines. It is part, it is very important. So go get a journal and start writing down your dreams and your goals. I sleep with mine. I have them everywhere that I go to. And when you set your goals, the next thing you need to do is to have a plan. Greg Reed said, a goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. What steps are you going to take in your life? You need to figure that out. It is very, very important. Benjamin Franklin said, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So we've talked about elevating our spirit and getting in a mindset and then We can understand our vision, write it down, make it happen, have a plan, set your steps in place. You need to have a vision in order for your future dreams to come true. Thank you for joining us today on 360 Talk Radio for Women and Real Heart Talk Podcasts. We're so happy that you could join and I hope you stay tuned for the next episode.